Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andress, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. In this episode, we are going to dive into the topic of how to create real and lasting change and transformation. Now, if you've been tuning into this podcast throughout the month of September, you know that this has kind of been an underlying theme all the way back to the crystal altar of the month. And then a couple weeks ago, we spoke about the energy um, of the different myths around creating real and lasting change. It was such a great topic um, and it got some really great feedback. Lots of really great questions about some of those myths. There's so many really strongly held cultural, spiritual, and oh yeah, collective beliefs around our capacity to heal, to create change, to transform, to create our own lives. And a lot of those are quite frankly limiting beliefs and a lot of uh, false ideas around actually diving in, sinking in, and and doing some of the work that we need to do in order to create the change that we want to create. There's a quote by Albert Einstein where it talks about, where he talks about, we cannot make a change at at the same level by which it was created. The problem was created. And, you know, when we apply this to our own journey of healing and transformation, we need to step out of our own stories and beliefs and shift into a different level of perception. And when I studied shamanism, we taught this quote was used a lot um, as a foundation for healing, as a foundation for understanding the healing process and stepping out of some of the places where a lot of us get really stuck. And some of those places include our mind, our mental, like, willpower, desire to will things through, um, the emotional loops that we get caught into. And very often the, the challenges that we experience in our life are created from one of those places. And so in the, the, this, this world of, you know, energy healing and shamanic work and spirituality, there's an invitation being extended to step out of the place of our mind, step out of the place of our emotions and into the place of the sacred, into the place of connecting with spirit and connecting on in more of a, um, a mythical collective sort of perspective and stepping out of the personal aspects of our story and recognizing more of the universal nature of of different pieces and and healing at that level. Now, we're not going to dive fully into that topic because that itself is a couple days, well, actually a lot of... (laughs) 
a lot of conversation. But what we are going to talk about today is actually um, some really practical things that you can do in your life to support yourself in creating change and transformation in ways that will be lasting. Okay, so I've got another quote I want to share with you. It's a Joseph Campbell quote. Um, this quote is, and you've probably heard this one before, it's that we must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. I love this quote. This quote creates so much space for possibility. And I really like for me, when I think about healing and change, transformation, creating our dreams, being the creator of our destiny, um, manifestation, uh, all of those phrases, when I think of all of those phrases, it comes back to this place of being willing to let go of what has been safe and familiar and comfortable in our lives, being able to step back from that and in turn create space for new possibilities, new potential, and um, new ways of experiencing life. Now, in last week's episode, when I talked about um, different things to do with the fall equinox and this change of season, one of the phrases that I utilized was one about how we cannot move forward if we are turning back and clinging to what we've had and experienced and know from our past. Like we need to have the capacity, the ability to lay things down to let them go and to move forward freely. This is really important as we look at creating change in our lives and especially creating lasting change. It's not always easy. It really isn't. Let's let's just be real for a moment <laughs> and let yourself just kind of drop in and go, yeah, you know, it, it really is. It's more like what we know, it's familiar, it's safe, it's comfortable. It may not be exactly what we want all the time, but dang, we know it, right? And sometimes when we step forward to make change, we're stepping into the place of the unknown. And the unknown is, quite frankly, uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar, and it takes a heck of a lot of courage to take those steps forward, to really allow ourselves to find the courage to allow our foot to land upon the earth when we can't fully see what it's landing upon. Right now, as I'm saying this, it's bringing forward a memory of mine. Years ago, I, I took this trip out, out east and it was a solo road trip. I had never road tripped out east. Um, this was the first one that I had done within my marriage um, that I was doing, you know, solo. There, there were a lot of significant aspects to this trip. And my personal intention from this trip was to reclaim my power, to reconnect with um, my inner source of strength and knowing and power. And I decided that I would go completely unplanned, uncharted territory, like, <laughs> like just wherever I landed from one day to the next. And ultimately, I found myself in Acadia National Park over in Maine. 
Oh my goodness. If you've never been there, it is a place to visit. It like, oh, so beautiful. Well, one evening I went out for a hike and I had been planning to go out for a hike all day, but for whatever reason, the day just kind of got on and it was getting into the evening and I finally got hit the trail and I was on the trail and I was climbing up this incline. It was a really clearly marked trail. And then I got to the top, kind of like a ridge and the top of this trail was just solid rock, like rock and so the markers for the trail were were spray painted arrows and like occasional little karens kind of thing i got up there and i'm like oh wow okay this is gorgeous amazing the views were beautiful the trail was gorgeous and i start i just started following that trail well fog started to roll in yeah heavy thick fog. It was so thick that I couldn't see from one marker to the next. Yeah, I had to trust in a way that I had never trusted before, that each step was moving towards an actual marker <laughs> and, and in the right direction. I can remember like my body actually, as I think about this, as I think about the, the hesitation, the nervousness, the, the like fear that came up from within me during that time, like I can still feel that it was strong because there was, I was, I was there alone. I was camping alone. No one knew where I was. <laughs> there was no cell service up there, you know, kind of all the ridiculous things that they say do not do this. Yeah. Um, glad I had a, a well-packed backpack and glad that I oh, was able to really sink in and go, okay, just, you know, to drop into prayer, drop into a heart-centered connection with spirit and say, show me how to get off this mountain. Show me how to get, get off. And, you know, it, in some ways it feels like I could have gone back right? You know, I could have gone back the route that I came. But at the same time, there felt like there was a, a sim symbolic moment there, where it was this moment of it is really easy so many times in our lives to just turn around and go back through the back door, to go back to the comfortable job, go back to the safe relationship, go back to the easy, um, easy place to live or the easy like thing to do, whatever, whatever that is, the old pattern of um, eating and our association with food or to uh, our way of caring for our body or the belief system that maybe was deeply ingrained in us through our family. It's so often like very easy to just turn around and go back. And something within me had this really strong knowing that I needed to go forward. That going back, even though it was a logical, easy option, it wasn't the right option. And so I trudged on and I prayed, I sang, <laughs> and I found my way through. And when I got down to the bottom of that mountain and I began making my loop around um, a lake, 
and the rest of the trail was absolutely gorgeous. I remember I, I took a ton of pictures, like a ton of pictures and, um, and got back and was just like deeply satiated with this knowing of my own capacity for facing my fears, knowing of my own capacity for moving forward, even when, even in really difficult or uncertain situations. And I think this is one of the things that feels so central in creating change and transformation. Now I'm not saying go out and put yourself in a scary situation and make yourself go through something. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> not at all. Uh, quite different. Actually, what I'm feeling is that, and what I'm really inviting is that in our day-to-day -day lives, we have moments where we have an opportunity to move forward or to turn around and to take one half step, one small, one safe step forward. It's rather than turning around and going backwards or looking back to what's been safe and comfortable, that half step towards what we want to create and experience different in our lives is so powerful. Okay, so let's talk about some great strategies um, for moving forward and actually really creating change and transformation. So the first one comes back to some of those myths that we talked about a couple weeks ago. And the first one is letting go of believing that there's a quick fix or that we can will our way through it, that we can... Um, really push through or all we need to do is just change our mindset and we can do this. <laughs> we can make it happen. Um, really tune back in, tune into if you haven't listened to that myths of creating real and lasting change and transformation, go listen to that episode. The, there's a lot of really great information in that episode about this. Um, so really the first one is about letting go of believing that we can have a quick fix. Okay, the next is that we need to spend some time in reflection and like get really clear about the change that we want to create in our lives. What is that change and why is it important to us? This is the most important question. Why is it important to us? Why does it hold meaning? Why do we really want that change? What what is so significant about that? And when we can really get deep, deep, deep with that, when we can get to the deeper places of understanding our desire for the change and transformation, that's when the change becomes more natural. Now, this is the piece that I think is, you know, um, it sounds like very often we, we come up with something we want to do differently or we want to experience differently. And we think we, we can go through and just like, we, we, know, we think we know why. And very often when we think we know why, it, most of the time that's coming from a place that's pretty at the surface. And I don't mean like shallow. It's just that it's more like the, the surface, like the, the obvious thing. But when we go into a bit of reflection, when we begin to listen within, we begin to discover that there's some aspects of it that we had not considered before, that we hadn't really brought into our awareness, that like we had just hadn't even understood. And when we can begin to unearth some of those, that's when 
um, when the change in healing becomes a little more natural. Okay, the third thing is to really begin listening within. And as we listen within, to begin to take inspired action. Yes, inspired action, just baby steps, little steps, you know, even if it's a half step forward. You know, when I was on that mountain, it felt like I was taking baby steps. It felt like each step happened with a little bit of trepidation because I was nervous that if I didn't, oh, if I, if I stepped in the wrong direction, I wouldn't find my way back. I was nervous that I would get lost up on that mountain. Now, obviously, you know, fog's going to clear at some point, you know, if I have to wait out a night, <laughs> like there's all these logical, you know, ways that we can look at that. But when we are in the place of fear, we aren't really connected with logic and reason. Logic and reason is very often lost and our ability to tap into our intuition and our deeper places is often a little bit more challenging as well. And so when we can step outside of that and we can just take small steps forward, when we can um, begin to take little bits of action, we, we begin to notice things differently. All right. The next piece is to get support. I know I talk about this a lot, uh, getting support. And I just, I, there's, I just find so much value in, in being supported in moving forward in our lives. And I know that the biggest leaps that I've made, the most potent and powerful transformations and healings I've experienced in my life have happened because I allowed someone else someone else in to that sacred space with me. I allowed myself to be vulnerable and opened the door to, um, to being supported and stretching in a new way, to allowing them to support me and, and to get their, um, get their expertise, their, their guidance, their, their ability to see something that I couldn't see. Yeah. So often when we're living our lives, we are keyed into one particular thing, one pathway, right? Like we see things in a particular way, but when we can st step back and allow someone in to see with us, that person can see what we can't see. It's kind of like that, that phrase about seeing the forest for the trees. I, I don't know. I'm totally probably slaughtering that phrase, but, um, you know, like we, we get lost, we get lost, we get lost in our own beliefs, in our own place of stuckness, being stuck and allowing someone else to see through that is really powerful. So support is one of our greatest allies. Okay. The next is to give ourselves permission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want you to give yourself permission to claim what it is you want in your life, to be, um, oh, to connect in with it, to embrace it and to call it in wholly. Yes, this is such an important piece. Uh, so often we, we come up with a desire or a dream or there's something living within us that we want to do or experience and we go, we dismiss it, we poo-poo it and we, we shut ourselves down. Mm -hmm. 
we judge it. We have, you know, ideas about it, about whatever that, you know, dream is and reasons why we don't think we can create it. But what really needs to happen is that we need to unlock our own ability to give ourselves permission. And so I want to invite you in this moment to give yourself permission to claim what you want to create, the change, the experience, the way you want to experience life differently. Okay, the next thing is to take it to ceremony. Mm -hmm. Earlier, I spoke about those different ways of perceiving and um, how we experience and tune into things perceptually. And, you know, we can't, if, if something's happening at the place of the mind and, and our emotions or in our physical body, we need to step out of that and connect in with a more mythical type of experience. Well, the mythical is the sacred and the sacred happens that merge with the sacred happens within ceremony and sacred practice. So I want to invite you to honor the old way of being, the old way that you have been living, to honor that and go, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me know this way of being. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then let it go. Create a ceremony for it. Yeah. You create the ceremony, whatever that is, your sacred union, and then mark that moment of committing to something new. Yeah. All right. So I have one more bet here for you. Actually, I have two more. Okay. The next one is to let go of any rigid timelines. Oh my goodness. How many times? How many times <laughs> have you set a timeline for yourself and not been able to meet it? Mm -hmm. Or how, and then been upset with yourself because you couldn't meet that timeline. And it was probably a completely ridiculous, unrealistic timeline to begin with. But yet some part of you thought mm, that should happen, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I can relate to that. <sighs> Give yourself space to breathe. Let yourself have space to create, to change, to grow. It requires space. It requires time. It requires love and compassion. Mm -hmm. And there aren't timelines on that. Yeah. Okay. The next piece, bring sacred practice into your daily life. Yeah. This to me is the most important piece. Bring sacred practice into your daily life. This is actually why I created the Sanctuary Membership Circle. If you don't know, if you missed last week's episode, um, last week I opened up in uh, enrollment for the doors opened for the, the Sanctuary Med uh, Membership Circle. And there is a uh, founding members rate that's available right now. And I'd love for you to take advantage of that. But um, within that space, we're going to be talking about, you know, ways that we can bring sacred practice into our daily lives. And the space is going to offer you monthly practices that are in attune or that are attuned to the current energy. Like what is happening? What's the current pulse? And um, and going to support you in really attuning to that and, and creating a little bit of space in your daily life to sink in to practice. 
All right. So with that, that is what I, that that's what I wanted to share today on the topic of creating real and lasting change. If you have some strategies that work for you, I'd love to hear about them. Share them on um, on my website on the blog post, uh, laurieandress.com forward slash podcast, and you'll find the most recent posts there. All right. I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And I do hope you'll take me up on joining us over in the sanctuary. It's going to be an amazing experience over there. Have a beautiful day, my sacred friends. Shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.